0: Today on Locked on Rockies. Looking at some of your questions and comments from YouTube, plus a little bit of hypothetical. What if Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was swinging the bat at Coors Field consistently? And I wanted to point out that something important as we were talking yesterday about navigating the rest of this season. Don't neglect the good defense. You are Locked on Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock on Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the first day of September in the year 2023. Yes, that's right. The last full month of Rockies baseball in 2023, unfortunately, is here. Maybe fortunately for some of you, it depends on how you look at it. But... Your Rockies coverage on the Locked On Podcast Network, you found it. It's right here. It's the Locked On Rockies podcast. I'm Paul Holden. I am your Rockies fan extraordinaire. I'm bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do. That's what I'm telling you. We talk about the Rockies all the time here on the Locked On Rockies podcast. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. You can also find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. And on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel, where we're going to dive into some of your comments and things from a couple of episodes, a couple of episodes and some comments from the past here we'll dive into and talk about on today's show. Also, just wanted to play a little hypothetical of what if Vladdy Jr. was on the Rockies. And uh, I just wanted to highlight the Rockies defense right now because it is something that uh, shouldn't be understated because this team's good defense and continued good defensive production from the young guys is is a good foundation piece. It's a it's a good that's something that you really can be excited about. It wasn't on full display in the finale against the uh the the Braves certainly, but uh it is a uh it is still something they've been consistent enough, they've shown us enough that we can be uh, excited about it because it it certainly has a lot of potential. And uh, let's talk about that and more coming up here in today's episode of Locked On Rockies. And uh, before we dive into everything, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started uh, and we're going to get started with our Twitter uh, questions and YouTube comments and I want to start with Evan Lang from Purple Row who uh, responded to uh, my my tweet here do you think the Rockies DFA wins or Castro to call up more guys when rosters expand tomorrow? Uh, spoiler alert I'm, I'm, I'm recording this before the rosters expand but I certainly think this is possible. If you've already been willing to move on from all this and you have Brendan Rodgers back in who you want playing, Harold Castro doesn't fill your needs I, I i'd rather see alan trejo play than harold castro and austin winds is a little bit more of of an interesting one the rockies maybe call up a catching prospect to get to, to, for that uh so so that can certainly be an option but maybe the rockies do want to just roll with the, with the double catchers but if they're going to call up a catcher i, I there's austin winds and harold castro don't add anything to your team other than depth right now. And other than giving uh, your players some time off. I know Brendan Rogers was out of the lineup for a couple of days cause he was sick. Sounds like some, a few baseball players got sick, maybe some weird stuff, but um, it, it, it's just like you've, I, and Evans tweeted about this time after time you just don't want to see some of these veterans up in, in these big situations or important situations in games. There's just, there just is absolutely really absolutely no point. Let them get picked up by a team that thinks that they can add to their depth and help them win a championship or, or, or something, but just by keeping them on your roster again, wins being a backup catcher. That's one thing And you need catcher depth. You need to rotate out, but you're going to send Elias Diaz out there as much as possible the rest of the season. He's your all-star. He's, he's one of the things that, that you can talk about. He's one of the vets that you want on the field every day, because people are going to be excited by that. But unfortunately for hitting Harold Castro and Austin wins, that's just simply not the case. And um, again, playing positions wins, not so much there behind the dish. I mean, they're there. I know there's Rockies prospects that can come up and catch and, and, and certainly be a factor, but I'm not as focused on that, but I, again, I don't want to see Harold Castro take away from Alan Trejo because I, I think Alan Trejo still has some of that uh, still some what if some 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 potential, because if you remember at the WBC, he was starting a lot. He was playing well in that event. He, he when he had the confidence and when he had the confidence of the team behind him. I think that was a benefit for him. So I would absolutely rather see the rotation at second base for the rest of the season be Alan Trejo and Brendan Rodgers versus Harold Castro getting in there. I mean, he can, again, it's, it's, it's just part of the business. It's just where the Rockies are at. I'm not trying to be wishing ill will on people, but... Really? Like seriously? Like, would you rather see Alan Trejo, who has homered and t- his two homers have come at key moments? I guess his second homer didn't come at a key moment. The Rockies were already down, but has had some big hits and big moments. Has played good defense and 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 still kind of fits into that. Hey, let's see more category. I'd like to see more of him versus Harold Castro, who is someone that won't be a factor in the Rockies long run. It, it, Alan Trejo could potentially be playing for a bench spot or someone that uh, the utility player or depth piece that they need. And if he can can and if he can prove that he's a solid depth piece, then I want to see Alan Trejo. I want to see him get that opportunity and that chance for him to be able to go out and prove himself and demonstrate that he is capable of starting some ball games and and being a factor in the lineup. So, will the Rockies do it? I'm not sure. Uh they might just ride the ride the plane out as it is. They've they've done a lot of changes this year. They've done a lot of this and that, but if you've already gone this far with your with your prospects and 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 uh you know, selling off the veterans, then why not why not continue to dive all the way in? Why not jump all the way in and get yourself in a position to just see what you got from, from players that like Alan Trejo that really fit that bill, that would really benefit uh, of, with, for more playing time? I think Montero would be someone as well. I mean, he does—he's not a catcher, but you know, with Diaz filling in in the DH and taking the DHing role, and now Hunter Goodman playing first base, like the Rockies got to make sure they are giving Montero ample opportunities. And to see him out of the lineup for multiple days in a row is concerning. I, I just want to see all young guys all the time at positions that aren't locked down by veterans that we know are going to be a factor or at least could be contractually a factor long-term with the exception of Charlie Blackman, who has hit the ball well enough to be a factor in this lineup and someone that makes the Rockies better when he's there. You can't say the same thing about Austin wins and Harold Castro. They don't make the Rockies immediately better when they're, when he's in the lineup. Charlie Blackman has proved that when he's in the lineup, he makes an immediate impact. So we'll see if the Rockies actually do that. We'll see if uh, that is their plan going forward. Uh, we got more comments to get into there. And a uh, great question there from Evan Lang of Purple Row, doing so much good stuff over there at Purple Row, folks. Again, I, I can't emphasize enough how important it is for you to go out and support the Rockies' media coverage that they get because it's, always, it's not always a ton, and there's people that care a lot about this team doing great work about it. So go and check it out. Uh, let's do more comments. Let's talk a little bit about that. We got our hypothetical Vladdy Jr. question as well coming up here in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook has you covered with incredible offers for the NFL season. It's America's number one sportsbook, in case you didn't know. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. And now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. I'm going to be taking advantage of that NFL Sunday ticket offer so you don't miss out. Go check out fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, an official partner Of the NFL. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going to get into some more youtube comments here in just a moment actually it was a twitter question that we answered in the first segment but we'll dive more into the youtube comments here in just a second but i want to remind you that this is the locked on rockies podcast free and streaming on your favorite streaming service and on sirius xm and your favorite sirius xm radio device you can also find us on the locked on rockies youtube channel i wanted to play a little what If Vladimir Guerrero Jr., what if he was on the Rockies? How much would an inflation would we see? And how much of a benefit would he have from playing in Coors Field? And we don't really know that. But I think you could imagine that the home run totals would go up. But it's quite surprising when I look at his numbers this year. And he was an all-star. He's been an all-star three years in a row. Uh, the, num- the home run numbers, way down here from 48 in 2021, 32 in 2022, and now only 20 this year. Everything is down as well across the board when uh, Vladdy was almost an MVP in that year as well. Um, So maybe some worrisome trends, but I think when you play the what-if machine in the what-if game, the Rockies would love someone like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I mean, that guy just is the—it's been so long since the Rockies have had a Blake Street bomber. I mean, C.J. Crone kind of fit that, but imagine all of those years—the last two years of C.J. Crone— And replace it with a guy that hit 48 home runs, was a runner-up for the MVP, uh, and has been a three-time All-Star. Hit 32 home runs the year before that. Uh, Hasn't driven in. As much as uh, CJ Krohn did last year, but it was close. Uh, CJ Krohn did get the triple digits, but this year, 79 RBI. He's still driving people in. He's got 26 doubles uh, this season, 135 hits. So I think if you were to play the hypothetical what if game, I think Vladimir Guerrero, like, I mean, it's, I, I don't know what the future would hold, but man, if Montero and Tolia don't work out, you know What are you going to do potentially at first base? You got Chris Bryan, of course, but man, if there's an opportunity, I don't think it would be crazy. I really don't think it, it it would be out of the question for the Rockies to at least consider it because he would fit a lot of the philosophy that I think you want to create for the Rockies and the narrative you want to create around him. I mean, if you could advertise that you had Vladdy Jr. on the Rockies hitting at Coors Field constantly, then you would certainly be in a position to, to to hype up this offense, and it would be one that would drive in more runs and have a lot more pop in it. I mean, the the Rockies were so successful in the playoff years because Aaron Otto and Story were so good at hitting home runs and driving runners in and being effective at, at generating offense and scoring runners. Charlie Blackman fits into that category as well. Vladdy Jr. would be someone that – immediately would change the, line, the 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 power concern or the power concerns of your lineup would immediately address something like that but you would also be carrying on the fact that he he will be someone that is going to strike out a lot still i mean but that's nothing new for the Rockies and when you're looking at some of the numbers i think he's going to finish with more strikeouts we'll see how this last month goes cuz if he, he would have to strike out 32 more times this month for him to get to his uh his uh Number from last year. So, looks like the strikeouts potentially might be trending downward a little bit, at least in this season for him. Uh, eight walks away from reaching his total. 86 walks that he drew in 2021. That might have to do for something with the fact that he batted 311, 401, 601, with an OBS of 1.002 and an OPS plus of 167. And like I said, 48 home runs. I mean, that's something that the Rockies need. That's what we... I, I, I don't want... That's what I is is the least one of the least fun parts about watching the Rockies right now is the lack of power and the lack of home runs and big home runs in situations. I don't love the three true outcomes, but I love home runs, and I, I I hope that the game you know continues to shift away from that. But let's not kid ourselves, and let's not say that if the Rockies didn't add in someone like Vladimir Guerrero Jr., that the offense immediately wouldn't be more exciting and would kind of give you an upgrade there at first base when you look at it in a lot of ways. I mean, how much confidence the Rockies clearly aren't showing a ton of confidence in Montero and they, I mean, there's, and we're seeing what we got with Tolia as well, but I don't know. It, it does not seem like the Rockies are super confident in first base. So if, I don't know if a wormhole opens up and the Rockies are able to maybe get a chance at, 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 at acquiring Vladimir Guerrero jr. I'd say, why not? Why do I talk about that? Well, it's cuz the Rockies are playing Tampa Bay this weekend, opening up a set there. Tampa Bay, like we were talking about yesterday, certainly looking to win and do some damage in this series and get themselves a better position in the wild card race. Let's go to some more YouTube comments here. And uh this is from Dog Nation 65 uh, 6558 Braves 64. Rockies 20 in the last seven games played. I'm assuming that is the cumulative score. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to fact check that because it feels true. Uh, He also follows that up with, bro, in the 80s or most of the 80s, the Braves sucked. They were so terrible, but yet I watched every game my mom would let me or I would listen on radio. But yeah, the Braves were like the Rockies. Yeah, well, the Braves, I mean, that's the 80s. And since the 80s, the Braves have been able to create a pretty darn good machine of baseball. And the Rockies, over 30 years, have gotten lucky once and then created two years of good baseball and then completely blew it up uh, as well. But no, it's, a, its 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 it was a good point as I was talking about, you know, sticking with it, going through the rough times and, and the experience of a Rockies fan uh, right now. But um yeah, thank you for your your comment there. When you, when you when you talk about the other teams, they come out cuz we got some Orioles fans that popped up here in the comments as well. We'll get to those in just a second. Mega Driver says I'm hoping they can uh, they can get back to at least competitive status like 2017, 2018 era. I hope so too. We'll see if the plan works out. It's just going to take more time and patience from us and the Rockies rebuilding their pitching staff. Jeffrey Humphrey says Braves fan here you have a cool show wish you guys good luck for next season thank you Jeffrey I appreciate that Uh Jack Maraciso says my advice to the Rockies and this was back on our Orioles uh the Rockies should take notes from the Orioles podcast uh his advice to the Rockies under 500 sell off and rebuild nobody over 29 should be on the roster draft only hard throwing pitchers from the best colleges in the country stick with consistent lineup never take the ball out of the starting pitcher's hand if you are winning goal should be to lead the league in complete game shutouts your thoughts wow okay um I love the emphasis I love the enthusiasm I love the excitement Unfortunately, there's just no way you can fully commit to all of that, especially uh when the, the biggest thing the Rockies did do, and the thing that you that you can credit them, especially in this season, was the trade deadline when the team can really got younger. They they really went from an older a, a team that was on the uh, you know, older side, even with some of the Rockies that they were are on the roster and such, uh, to a team that is one of the younger teams in baseball now. You you gotta have some of the veterans, but you can't just wave a magic wand and the chris bryant contract disappears and and you know and before of course with with the numerous veterans that the rockies had on the team and uh if i if they were only, if they couldn't have anybody over 29 that bullpen would be in even more trouble than it is now <laughs> that's for sure and i think the same uh for that starting pitching staff at least especially the starting pitching staff right now but um the rockies uh if the rockies you're right. The Rockies, if they lead the league in complete game shutouts, then yeah, they're in a good spot. Will that ever happen? <laughs> I I do not have the same confidence in that. I I think that's a, a that will uh if that happens, then that is a big change of how things work in uh, Colorado especially, and on the road for the Rockies. that's the biggest factor that you have to consider is this Rocky as if you're if you're a fan of, of, of if you're a fan of another team and you come in and you're checking out the Rockies and you're checking out the pod, the Rockies on the road struggle mightily and they have historically so to hope for something like most or leading the league and complete game shutouts, it would just take a ton. For that to be the case, an absolute ton for that to happen. So I don't know, but I love I love the enthusiasm. I love the thoughts. I, I, I but I just don't know how uh, how much the Rockies could realistically uh, incorporate all that. Let's see. Enigma the Gray Man says my anger for the Rockies is palpable. I'd rather play MLB the Show 23. I don't blame you this season. I mean it's 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 frustrating to watch. Uh, Mr. Cutchin says, "Should you factor in divisions, AL East has been very good and very tough for a long time. If Rockies and O's were switched, how do you think it would play out? I think the Rockies would be in similar situations. I mean, they would benefit from the from the Rays being bad and the Orioles being bad. Uh, well, I guess they're flipping with the Orioles, so uh, they would benefit from the Rays having a lot of uh, stretches of of bad ball. Uh, Toronto also having stretches of not that great ball. So." I, I see them competing for third place a lot in that division. If they were if, if they were in the AL West cons- or the AL East consistently, I, I see them fighting for third place. Especially when you look at the runs of the Yankees and the Red Sox. When you factor in the the 90s and 2000s for for both of those teams, I, I mean maybe and then a couple of those stretches of factor in there. Uh, I, I I don't think that uh, I think you do get a benefit there from not playing certain teams that the, that the Rockies just seem to get dominated by, but. If the Dodgers and another good team can do it to you, then the Yankees and the Red Sox, especially of the nineties and two thousands, could certainly do it to you too. So but I you know, I, I, I don't think they, they they would be as far off from from a shot at the top, especially with how things have, have panned out and um, before the Dodgers became such a such an empire and such a threat as well. So and uh, as for the Orioles, I mean they've done a lot of losing too and there's a good team there. So I, I don't think you get you get a lot of change. Uh, if the, if that's the division the Rockies go into, if they go into the centrals or the uh, the the Wests, that's a different story uh, there for the Rockies. I think that could that could that would be the big change there for the Rockies is if they were playing in one of those divisions as opposed to the AL East. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, all right. I think that's about it for the comments there we'll wrap things up there but i wanted to uh just bring those up because it's always fun and uh we wanted to talk a little with it being an off day the uh the, the night before uh So we need to dive in, see what the fans are talking about. So thank you so much for your comments, and keep leaving them there. And uh, if you're from the other shows and if you're from the other teams and you're checking out the Rockies pod, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it, Uh, and uh, thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, Let's talk about the defense of the Colorado Rockies, and let's do that coming up in segment number three. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked on podcast network. Find us on your favorite streaming service and find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Just search Locked On Rockies. You'll be taken to where you need to go. You also can find all your Colorado Rockies play-by-play action right there on the app as well. Uh, the Rockies outfield defense, and uh, we saw it on uh, display again there, and, uh, and we saw some uh, not-so-great moments of that as well, but... Here's from Patrick Lyons here uh, from his Twitter or X whatever it is. Nolan Jones has 12 outfield assists, tops among Rockies rookies and ninth most in a season in team history. His .20 assists per nine inning rate is tied with Roberto Clemente and Jeff Francoeur for the third best mark in Major League Baseball since 1960. That's a minimum of 500 innings played and 500 uh, games started. That is nuts. That is crazy, and that is a big time bonus. And the fact that we can look at no uh, Brenton Doyle and love the offense or the defense, and then the concerns of the offense kind of bring things back to earth. Nolan Jones is highlighting the fact that the Rockies might have a, a, a stud there, just like with all these other young guys. And just like we've seen before, we got to see a little bit more, and I got to see a little bit more time pass. But as I've watched Tovar this season that dude looks ready to be a major leaguer. And the more you watch Nolan Jones, the same is there. He can he continues to have such a great arm, great defensive awareness, and the Rockies are stay, were able to stay in those games for so long. I know they ended up losing them, but the Rockies were able to make impacts and kind of make people think or show people that they weren't rolling over because of the impacts on defense and especially because of the arm of Nolan Jones and the range of Brenton Doyle. These defensive statistics and these defensive measurements are going to be great foundational pieces to build off of for the young Rockies rookies. This team, if they can get Brenton Doyle swinging and they can get Nolan Jones, uh, you know, continuing to swing a pretty good bat, get these guys to offensive contributors, the Rockies are going to find two things that they've needed in their out- they they've found some stuff in their outfield they've needed for a long time. The Rockies need to have really good defense in 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 course field it's going to make an impact it's going to change the game and these two have the defensive capabilities to change games but the offense can't be neglected it's got to be full package because unfortunately you can only lean so much on the defense of Bretton Doyle and have him come up in big parts of the game in the ninth part slot in the lineup and not be contributing on offense. That's why when you look at Nolan Jones and you look at the tools he's brought and the performances that he's had so far this year, that's a guy to get really excited about. That's a guy to pay attention to. That's a guy to focus on if you're a Rockies fan. But don't neglect the importance of that defense. It's a great, great foundation for both of those players who... Let's just hope Doyle can take that step on offense and get better as well. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for joining us here for your daily Colorado Rockies podcast right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. You can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, and you can also find us on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Now that you made us your first listen of the day, go check out the Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, and the Locked on Buffs Podcast for more Colorado sports coverage until next time I'm Paul Holden and I'll catch you on the flippity flip